Welcome back, everybody, to yet another episode of Cast Conversations. I'm still Jeremy, and that's still Phil. I'm here. Here, glad to be here. But uh, today we got uh, some guests with us. Today we have Gene and Daniel, both from the Disney Underground podcast. Guys, welcome. Glad to have you here. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I hope it's off to <laughs> work. Yeah. We go. <laughs> let's do this work. so we won't waste any time we got a lot of ground to cover so uh it's, it's going to be a lot of great information too so uh gene let's start with you um where did you where did you get your love for disney from like, where did that start you, you know um i'm i'm a little different than i think a lot of other people i um <laughs> no problem as, as my dinner is, is being delivered um Our, my first zoom meeting <laughs> I am. Um, I'm a lot. I'm a lot different than um, I think a lot of other people. I think a lot of people got that love as 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 children. For me, it wasn't really until I was an adult. Um, you know, I I liked Disney just like any other kid would. You know, I just wasn't a fanatic as a child. It wasn't until I went on my first trip when I was like 20 that mm. I was like, "This is all I want to be around is Disney." And I think it's because I equate Disney with the escape from reality. And when you're a kid, sure. let's face it life isn't a reality as a child. I mean, you, nope, you yeah. just lottie dot through the day for the most part, but when you're an adult and you have real issues and real stuff, Disney is such a tremendous break from that. And that's when I, I think I really kind of said, this is, I just want to be around. I want to be immersed in this life and this, you know, this, this, this love of Disney because when I, you know, when I'm here, bills don't matter and life doesn't matter, you know, paying my mortgage, you know, there's so many different things that, you know, it just goes away at least for the time being. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think it really came for me as, as an adult, just going to the parks and going to staying on, on property. And um, again, the movies always were a great thing as a kid for me, but it wasn't until I started going to the parks and, to the, and staying on property and just being away from real life that I love this magical fantasy land that I was able to build in Disney. So for me, that's sure. kind of how it started for me. So, yeah, that's awesome. Great. So speaking of staying on property, where are you staying when you stay on property? Um, I try to stay... I have, I'm DVC member. So okay. I, I try to kind of always, I have a thing and, and as Dan knows, boardwalk is my hands down favorite. I was married there. That first solo trip that I went on when I was an adult was there. So there's a lot of just good memories there. But when I go DVC, I will try to always do a couple of other resorts just to experience them. So like my last time was there in September, I did a couple of days at the Riviera which was phenomenal. I love the Riviera. Mm-hmm. Tremendous resort. Um, but then I always stay at the boardwalk. So every time I go, I'll stay at the boardwalk for a few days, but then I'll try to do a few days somewhere else so I could try them all, you know? Yeah. That's um, awesome. So they all have different flavors. So, you know, try to take as much of it as you can. Right. For sure. And so, uh, Dan, let's hear, hear how your love for Disney came about. Kind of similar to Gene, uh, a little different age-wise, but I – was loving Disney as a, as a young kid, but we were, uh, I grew up in Minnesota. We were, uh, still in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, you know, got to see the movies, um, the shows, you know, that they'd show also on TV, regular channels, in addition to like, you know, magazines that they used to put out the Disney magazine stuff. And we used to see the, design part of it which is kind of what hooked me like I love that side of it but I couldn't really you know I couldn't understand that there was an actual park that was real 
like I that you could go to like I knew that it existed but I just didn't think I was going to be able to go there and so later much later I didn't go to the parks till like I was I think late 30s oh wow and uh when I walked in it was like all that stuff I had seen and imagined just came to life like I couldn't believe that and I couldn't believe like the customer service we always talk about just that it was like it really did seem like you're in a totally different place and so I feel I can appreciate it more as an adult but I really feel like I lost out on a lot of time there I could have been mm-hmm. going and, it, and when you look back at all the things you know a lot of us reminisce about things that have been taken out of the parks mm-hmm. oh my gosh there's so many cool things you know that I wish yeah. I could say that I experienced but and didn't. And I think maybe that's why I hang on to some of the things like country bears and that mm-hmm. kind of thing so hard because, you know, I, I want that piece from from back in the day. Is there is there one thing that really comes to mind that you wish you could have experienced that's no longer there? Well, I definitely wish I could have experienced the opening of Splash Mountain. <laughs> like uh, I love okay. that whole fanfare around that. Um, I, I, the biggest one, America Sings. I would have <laughs> loved to have seen those animatronics, which a lot of them are in Splash Mountain. I just would have loved to have seen that that whole show. I think it would have been pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good sure. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Gene, we'll throw it over to you. Um, yeah. Have you had any interactions with cast members that have stood out to you or have in any way aided your trip and just been a memorable experience for you? Yeah, it's, it's actually ironic. We actually spoke about this on our show not that long ago. Um, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was actually married in, in, in Disney and, and the stuff that they do for you, it's, um, like, you know, just to bring back another story that we, that we like I said once before, <clears throat> um, the night before my wedding, we actually had dinner at the Flying Fish. Mm. my my favorite restaurant and um you know because they know they jot everything down they have everything in the system they know so we didn't mention when we went in that we were getting married the following day but they knew it must have been sure. like 20 people we had like just the tables all kind of like lined up towards the back area of the restaurant and here they come they come with just bottles of champagne you know for, uh, we, we didn't ask for it they didn't charge us for it just as you know hey we know you're getting married here tomorrow you know we got married at that at the seabreeze point right at, right down the wow. boardwalk um and that was just you know just a phenomenal just i mean there's really no words i mean we didn't ask for that i mean you know it's they just gave it you know they just came hey congratulations on the wedding champagne for the whole party and like i said there was like about 20 of us and jd if you guys ever go to the flank fish i don't know if you guys have been to the flank fish jd's been a a waiter there probably for as as long as i can remember gotta be like going on like almost 15 years. I mean, I, I, wow. I don't remember, t- I don't remember a time going uh, and not seeing him, whether yeah. he served me or not. Um, but if you guys ever go get, get, get JD as your waiter, um, you know, and <laughs> then there's other stuff. Yeah. And then I remember the last time, not last time, the time before I was there last spring. And there was a gentleman there. He was one of the, uh, one of the guys at the boardwalk and at the counter. And um, his name was Kirk. And tremendous, tremendous help with fe- setting up fast passes. I remember I was trying to get on Slinky Dog Dash, and uh, I we just it, the wait was like astronomical. Obviously, as everybody knows, it's like impossible to get on. Um, not worth the wait, personally, my own appearance, my own mm-hmm. opinion. But, mm-hmm. but you know, you have to get on it just because everybody's getting on it, you know. And he went and he helped me like 
the whole family just redesigned our fast passes for the whole like week. Actually, I should say last spring. I'm sorry. It was the spring before that. Um, it was pre COVID spring. And, um, but yeah, he helped us redesign. He must've sat there with us at the desk for, I'd say about 25 minutes, which is a long time when you're sitting at the desk, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and um, helped me redesign dining reservations and fast pass reservations wow. just so we could fit certain things in, figure out like, well, how, how can we get you guys at Slinky Dog Dash? And then where else did you guys want to get? Do you want to get on this? And he sat with us, for, like I said, for about a good 25 minutes, just helping us line up pretty much the whole schematics of the trip. Cause I'm one of those planners. I have everything mm-hmm. planned from weeks before I even get down there. <laughs> and he pretty much, threw a monkey wrench and change the whole thing, but for the better. And <laughs> again, to spend 25 minutes with a family to help them fix their, you know, stuff that, you know, you should, in a lot of places they say, well, Hey, handle it on your own. You have the, you have the right. magazine experience. You can do it yourself, but they right. don't, they yep. actually sit there and they spend more than enough time just to make sure that it's thoroughly gone through and everyone is going to get the maximum enjoyment of that trip. And, and he sat there, like I said, 25 minutes, just helping us fix everything that, and most businesses might say, hey, here's the thing. Go do it, go do it yourself. That's phenomenal. He sat there with us and did it. And I, I wish I could give you more of an instant, more of a, um, of a uh, description other than his name was Kirk, had glasses, Kirk. and he worked at the, <laughs> at, at the boardwalk at the time. And he was probably the best cast member I've ever ran into. You said phenomenal. what What position do you think that was? You said just boardwalk? like. Oh, he, he was uh, the concierge. Okay. Concierge. At the concierge. Awesome. Let's see if we can get him on the show. You gotta, you gotta look. I know he also worked at the Wilderness Lodge too. I believe he also worked at the Wilderness Lodge. I wish I would love to meet the guy again. If you ever get yeah, in touch we, with him, please send him my way because his number is not. I can know to that. <laughs> hey, we we have a pretty good detective team over here at Cast Conversation, so we'll we'll find him. I would love it. He he's amazing. He's a, the best cast member I've ever come across, and they're all well, good. We'll, but he's the we'll top. get you guys in touch. Don't worry. I, I'm gonna make <laughs> it happen. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> So, uh, and, Dan, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to get into it again. I, and it's not a plug for our podcast necessarily, but if you <laughs> want to go check out our last one, I go through a whole story. Um, me and Stephanie were there and we lost a family member at the park, not at the park, but at a Disney resort, the first day of our trip. And wow. we oh, tell, man. we tell the story of, of there's so many different parts to this that Disney interacted with us um, because we, we had to stay there through the week and it was on my birthday that he passed. And um, it goes through all the different things that they did. And it is beyond customer service. Like Mm -hmm. I said on there, you know, the way they handled us and what they did for us is, is everything you would expect for your closest family member to have done for you or your best friend. It was, it, it really is something that we felt needed to get out and we're going to be launching a website. Um, my, me and my wife's rock and roll DW account that we want to do the real detailed story of it, just so we have a place for it. So if anyone wants to go that way, we don't have to keep telling the story because <laughs> it's very, very difficult. Yeah. Um, but it is still to this day. I, I can't believe how we were handled with those guys. I mean, Disney definitely has you in in their arms, as I said that night. So I don't want to bring this show down. That's oh, yeah. It is worth checking out so you can really see what this company is all about. Sure. It's, yeah. it's, and 
it's hands down the best customer service experience I've ever heard of for any company. Honestly, Truly. it really is. So Truly. Um, it's, 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 it's a, it's a hard story that it, 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 you'll, you're probably going to tear up if you listen to it, but I think to get an idea of, of just how much Disney does care. And it's not just about dollars and cents. You really should listen to their story. It's, it's really an amazing story. And well, yeah, go ahead, Phil. I, I was going to say, I, I think, um, just uh, Jeremy and I both as former cast members, like that that's a big reason I wanted to go and work for the company is just because I knew that they give you the opportunity to do that for guests. Um, they allow you to go above and beyond um, anybody's uh, imagination. So yeah, it's, it's really special uh, when you have, upper management that allows you to just create those magic yeah. moments for guests. I mean, what just one little tidbit is when we went to the hospital with him after we were there, we were there for hours through the night. I think it was almost eight hours until we, you know, had found out he passed Disney sent. And I believe at the time they called them Disney angels. And he sat with us mm-hmm. all night and knew our information and to have somebody there when you don't know what you're doing, you know, it was, it was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I, I want to plug you guys also at the end, but I want to throw one in right now. If you haven't listened to that episode, please, please maybe even leave this episode, go listen to that episode and then come back in so you can see the impact that, that story has on this episode even as well. That's, that's spectacular. Um, so I do podcast want name. to podcast name, Gina, Dan, <laughs> would you like to plug your podcast? Uh, yes. It's the Disney underground. Uh, you can find it pretty much everywhere. Um, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Apple podcast, uh, SoundCloud, pretty much everywhere. Oh, nice. Yeah. We were kind of the same way. Uh, so make sure you guys do check them out. Um, on those places that they named. So we're actually about at the 15-minute mark, so let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. All right, so we are back. We just took a little bit of a uh, quick step away for a minute, Um, but we'll just do another hard shift. So Gene, Dan, being on the other side of the podcast mic right now, how does this feel? It's definitely definitely screwy, man. It's different. (laughs) You know, it's it's like I feel like I'm going to ask you questions, you know? Yeah. Slightly vulnerable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> vulnerable is the best word to use for real. Yeah, because yeah, you, you don't really have any idea what's really coming. Whereas yeah. when you're hosting the show, it's like, okay, I know how this goes, what we do. But well, yeah. when I'm hosting, I don't know what's coming, but I can at least change topics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I'm, when I'm on the other end, I don't know what's coming and I'm just strapped in for the ride. So, yeah. um, so. You've got the page, The Magical Lifestyle. If you're listening to this show, you've seen The Magical Lifestyle. They've got 33.1 thousand followers. Uh, quite a lot of people follow that page. They, well, actually, you know what? Before we get into the podcast, let's talk about that for a minute. How did yeah. that start? Um, I, in 2019, I went down to, to Disney. That's the trip I was talking about where I was like, when I said last spring, but I meant the spring before just because COVID, I feel like spring didn't happen this late. Yet. <laughs> so it was that trip. And, you know, every time you go and getting ready to go, you know, we'd listen to the classic ones. 
the Diz Unplugged, mm-hmm. food, Disney Food Blog, Lou Mangiello. Um, and I remember thinking like, I'm not, I'm not really an introvert. I'm more of an extrovert. Or mm-hmm. no, I'm an introvert, not an extrovert. Like I'm more to myself. So I don't know if I could do it, but I know I have the same amount of love for Disney as these, as these guys and they do a great job. And you know, why couldn't I do something like that? And so I went down to Disney that, that trip and the whole time I'm like, you know, you know these guys, they, they have such an awesome life. They go to the parks and they just broadcast from the parks. And I'm like, that's, I, I want to do this. And so I, right. I made a game plan to say, all right, let's start off small. I know nothing about Instagram. I know nothing about podcasting. I know nothing about YouTube. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna. My kids do. I'm gonna. Let's start a, a Disney uh, Instagram when I get back, and we'll just see how it goes. We'll put up some reviews, some memes, and stuff, and we'll just see. Mm-hmm. And um, I came back. It was March of 2019, and you know, within, within a couple of days, we had 100 followers. Within a few, you know. A little bit after that, it it, it went into like five hundred. It just it just caught. I don't I don't really know what we did really any different than anybody else, other than we consistently posted, um, and you know I I made sure to contact other other people that had that were like like minded, and and when they contacted me, I con- you know I, I responded, and I just built relationships with people, and and it it just kind of spawned into what it was into what it's become. And once it got to another level, we decided, okay, listen, let's start looking into doing a podcast. And I even remember me and you guys, we, mm-hmm. we spoke early on when I was just looking into doing it. And yeah. you guys was like phenomenal with, with the advice and just, you know, you, you know, you spoke to a lot of the other podcasts and they looked at it like, oh, well, this is competition. So they don't really get back to you. Like, especially the higher end ones that really shouldn't have to worry, but they do. Sure. Like, you know, like I'm not going to name certain ones, but certain ones just didn't, you know, I know they seen my message because it says they left me on <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I know what you're saying. But they, you know, but it's like, you know, you guys are the New York Yankees. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, I'll be happy just having a minor league team. Just, you know, but, you know, I, you know, so it was um, a slow build with the, with, with, with the, uh, with the podcast. I looked for who I thought I could mesh well with. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone on the podcast, we've never, none of us have met really in person at all. Just we're friends on Instagram because we all love Disney and we had like very similar interests as far as Disney, our, our sense of humor is meshed well, like me and Dan, you know, we have some pretty cool banter back and forth. We like to kind of tease each other on our podcast. And, you know, I, I, I met Dan and Stephanie on Instagram and then I, you know, as I was trying to build towards the, the podcast i reached out to him i said hey i'm trying to put this podcast together would you guys have any interest in doing it we're going to record it on zoom so we don't have to be in the same town you know it'd be great to have another perspective from another part of the country and um the same thing with samantha who uh and joey another couple on on our show that is down in miami and shakti down in uh venice beach and um it just kind of came together and like i said the instagram i really wish i could have a formula that i could bottle and sell to people of why it worked <laughs> it, it just did i'm blessed for it i um it's what made the podcast ha- you know possible and what brought people like dan into my life um dan and stephanie are like instantly become like best friends and like family only in a few months because i think we just get each other you know i think we have um enough in common and again we just get each other we just blend well we the chemistry was with them was almost instant the first episode we recorded and then i'll bring this up every once in a while before we even recorded a podcast we record these mini episodes that we have that aren't really time sensitive so we just kind of record a bunch at, at once and we upload them every now and then 
and they're like a top five thing where we all kind of give our top fives on on certain aspects of the parks and sure. the movies and stuff and um you know he says the same thing and i i did it with me my daughter dan and stephanie and we got off and me and my daughter were like those guys were awesome those guys were really <laughs> cool and and, and you know, Dan will say the same story. Him and Stephanie got off, and they said the same thing. Like, you know, they were really cool. Like we just, we just, it was like an instant chemistry, and I think that's what helps us with with the podcast, really. But none of it would be, none of it would have happened if it wasn't for the the Instagram becoming successful. And again, I wish yeah. I had an answer for you, but I, it just, <laughs> it just worked. It just worked. It's weird because yeah, you know, awesome. Stephanie and I just you know thought one day we we gotta have a spot to put all this. You know, we're taking pictures and. You know, there's a place obviously for all the foodie pictures and, and all the things you see, but we were finding, well, we do like funny videos and like almost skits sometimes. And it's like, maybe somebody else would like this, you know? And if anything else, it's a spot that we have everything and we think it's funny. So that's how we started the Rock and Roll DW Instagram account. And, um, you know, that's where Gene found us, but we, you know, we were always talking about what can we do? We want to get to, we want to get to Florida. We, you know, my wife always wants to be able to work for Disney in some capacity. Um, but we never really thought about doing a podcast. I, I didn't know if we would be able to hold it on our own and what we always talk about. And then when we did do it with Gene that first night, it just, it felt right. And it it's almost really like, um, a morning radio show it, it it doesn't feel like you know a normal podcast sometimes and it it kind of has that formula where we're all kind of different characters and we're not being fake though and that's a that's the big reason why it works like mm-hmm. all the goofy stuff I do is the goofy stuff I do all the time so I loved it I loved uh, that we found somebody that we could share kind of the same mentality um, of what we love about Disney and and even things we don't. So it was pretty surprising. Like I told you guys off air right when we were starting, I, you know, we were just going to have this big cast and and I've just found that I've, I wanted to do it every week. It's like those friends we're getting together with that you get together with, you know, and we just happen to be on a podcast. So we just, we hope it gets bigger, you know? Yeah. And I, I also wanted to say I think that one of the coolest things that the Disney Underground podcast does is you guys do so many giveaways, and that's just such a great way to draw people in and to give back to your fan base because your fan base is gigantic, and that's just such an awesome way to say, hey, thanks for listening. This is like just a little something we can give to you for being a fan of us, and I mean – from a listener's perspective and from a fan of the page and uh, you guys just as people, I think that's super cool. Thanks. No, thank you so much for saying that. Um, It's one of those things too, where we, we, when we first started, we wanted to do something where, you know, to to also bring people in, but also to kind of help build a community. And part of that was not even so much for the listeners at that point, but um with everything with COVID and, 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 and the economy kind of having, you know, having a hard time, uh, I wanted to reach out to a lot of the small shops, like a lot of our sponsors. In fact, all of our sponsors are small shops, you know, whether they make Mickey ears or they make uh, t-shirts or they make tumblers or candles, they're all small shops. I mean, I thought it was imperative to kind of say, listen, we let's get involved with a lot of the small shops that, that are Disney themed small shops 
and bring them on. It helps them get a little bit of maybe traffic to their page, to their business. And then it also rewards listeners for being loyal listeners. So it's sure. like, you know, we're serving both at the same time. And, and, and so that was one of the reasons why we did that. And then um, with the, with, you know, we, now we have a Disney game show. We have the Disney dollar game where, mm-hmm. you know, which is very hard. Nobody's won it yet. Dan thinks I should go a little bit easier on these people. <laughs> but, um, no, 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 no. But I, like I tell Dan, Hey, I know the answers and I'm not special. So if I know the answers, you know, well, but, you know, um, so, you know, one thing I, we used to do is we cut it out because we had so many issues with it. We used to do trivia and oftentimes people, we'd, we'd tell them the answer. They'd go, uh, I don't think that's right. And we'd look <laughs> it up and it, they were right. We weren't right. And even, even we would, we would look up the, Our own Jeremy, show. fix your fix your cord. Am I better now? Nope. Now you are. Yeah, yeah. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. They'd call us out on our own show. They'd be like, "Yeah, that's not right." And we were like, "We're cutting this segment. We're done with this one." <laughs> go to commercial. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. We've only been doing it a couple of weeks now. What is about? I think about three or four weeks. Um. It's been fun. It's been it's been fun. You know, and it gives the listeners a chance to come actually come on the show, mm-hmm. and, and and be a yeah. part of it. And um. You know, we fun. plan to, to fine tune it too, because we want, at least I do, <laughs> I want it to be more of like the kind of 70s, 80s game shows. I want that vibe. I mm-hmm. don't want it to just be hard mm-hmm. trivia, and I don't want the people to be nervous too much. <laughs> you know, I want it to be a fun thing regardless of what happens. Yeah, and then in the new year, next year, we actually have a, yeah. a couple things we're going to change on that on segment. Because so, right now it's been pretty much – ask a question, get an answer, ask a question, get an answer. We're actually going to add some strategic kind of things like, uh, you know, mm. you know, in, 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 the, in the next go around that'll start in 2021 um, that we're actually kind of fine tuning now, but it's, it, it's stuff to make it a little bit easier, but mm. also add a little bit of strategy uh, as you're, as a contestant. So it should be fun. It actually will definitely add a little bit to the, to the game show, you know, so that's it'll great. be fun. Keep yeah, an eye out. Awesome. Keep keep a, a lookout for that going and, forward. And come on, you guys gonna be a contestant, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, that'd be awesome. Well, you guys could both double team it. There you go. There that'll you, that'll right? work. Phil, you know, I'd, I'd Phil knows more about the that stuff than me. I, I like haven't <laughs> seen a bunch of the movies and stuff, so I, I'm not great when it comes to facts. See, well, ours but, is the the movies, the parks, dining, yeah. uh, the resorts, uh, springs. Um, it's really it's all it's really all encompassing it's not just anything specific so yeah, perfect awesome. phil let's get our uh let's hit the books yeah let's yeah. so let's do our uh yeah let's study up and <laughs> yeah get on then that we'll, then, we'll, <laughs> then we'll hit you up so uh we'll throw it into our uh favorite and final segment the uh classic disney questions um we will uh start with dan go through all of them and then switch it over to gene uh, and then we will close it out so, Phil, you want to start us off? Yeah. So, starting off, Dan, uh, what is your all-time favorite Disney movie? Um, I hate these kind of questions. No, they're, th- these <laughs> questions um, get worse. Don't worry. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I'd have to say um, Cinderella which is odd, but the reasoning behind it is because it was one of the first that my mom took us to and uh, in the theater. And it just always kind of brings back that memory of 
it all starting there. It just it just went from there. And uh, I think I'm gonna go with that. What's this? <laughs> this, this oh, my picture up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jeremy. Um, I don't know. He said he might have had to emergency bathroom, but uh, <laughs> so anyways, I'll I'll keep it going. Uh, oh, so next question is: So, what would be our favorite, uh, your favorite Disney character? Um, it's well, I would have to say Chip and Dale. It's it's which is a duo, but uh, yeah, that, my I mean, favorite. Um, within a ride, it would be uh, Splash Mountain guys. Yep, love it. Um, and then, what would be? Who would be your favorite Disney princess? Kind mm. <laughs> <laughs> of using my answer on the Cinderella. Uh, you know what's funny about that question is, uh, you know what one I came into way late, and mm-hmm. I really like is uh, Aurora. Mm. yeah that's a, that's fun. actually mine yeah yeah i for some reason i don't think my mom let us watch uh sleeping beauty because i don't know why she didn't let us watch <laughs> charlie's angels either when that was on so i don't know if i don't know why cinderella was okay but um <laughs> i just i love that movie way way later mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting um and then with what would be your favorite Disney resort? Um, I'd have to say Fort Wilderness, but not really the camping, you know, the Wilderness Lodge. Sure. I The reason, though, and it's kind of dumb, is I just love so much the old history of that place. Mm-hmm. So I really want to live, not live, stay, maybe live. <laughs> I really want to stay there back then, like when they had the canoe and stuff going and the train, like, yeah. And I love that whole vibe. The one we tend to go to the most is uh, Port Orleans, though. Mm. We like staying there a lot. I've never been. I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. That's one I'd love to stay at. It's a really cool resort because it's got a very chill vibe. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's kind of what you need when you come back from parks. You know, it's just not to have all the madness that you mm-hmm. are, you know, having. And it's they've just, got the beignets there, right? It's got that right? old school feel, you know, which is nice. They've got the beignets there at Port Orleans? Dude. They have what? The beignets. Yeah. Yeah. The beignets yeah, yeah. at Port Orleans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I haven't had those yet either. I need to. Mm-hmm. I need to get on it. I, I, I there's a lot of things I need to do. <laughs> you had a big dizzy bucket list, my friend. Seriously, I didn't do my DCP bucket list. Did we get to the queue yet, Phil? No, that's the last one. Go ahead. Your favorite queue at Disney? Well, you know the deal about the queue that I struggle with all the time is I'm not a huge fan of the waiting. I'm yeah, stickler about that. So I don't get to a lot of the queues normally because of that reason which is kind of too bad because there are a lot of good ones especially in the later years but i would say for sure haunted mansion i mean there's so much going on there really yeah old school disney wise i'd say peter pan you know with the look of that is is super cool too but all the interaction on that we did a tour um that we went to the haunted mansion and unfortunately of course of course, you guys, this day was the day something went wrong and we didn't get to go in. 
because oh, you, no. they usually took you inside to go to the ballroom scene and show you how it worked. Mm-hmm. But on the tour, they do take you into the queue and explain a lot of different things in there that you didn't know. So I'm not going to give any of that away, but mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a really good thing you should do. It's very cheap. And I think that one is only like three hours. So it's not that bad. Wow. That's oh, really yeah. nice. Yep. And they take you on three rides. We got to go inside Carousel Progress just by our, our little tiny group. And it was cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, sliding over to Gene. Uh, hopefully Gene was taking some notes on the questions. <laughs> there. I, jotted, I jotted them down rapid fire. <laughs> All right, starting it off, favorite Disney movie? Mary Poppins, hands down. Um, just, I have a history with that with my grandmother. It was one of those Disney movies that I probably watched a million times as a child. Um, it was my grandmother's favorite movie. And it, so it then became mine. Yeah. Um, did, I mean, like, I it, I want to watch it right now. You know, like, it's it's honestly, it's, it which feels weird. I'm, I'm a 43-year-old man and i want to watch i want to turn off you know i'll be like i'll watch a football game i'll be like yeah you know what let's go watch mary poppins yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um no i just love it. it 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 brings back so many memories to me as a kid and uh my grandmother so it's mary poppins so for sure. are you happy about the uh the inclusion in england that they're adding at epcot uh, it, it, from what last i heard I, I think they actually are they bringing that are they definitely gonna bring it back or are they i heard oh, they is were there a stipulation that they're not bringing it back well, they put it on indefinite hiatus they yeah said. so Ooh. it's i don't freak me out okay because i thought it was the great idea me too i mm-hmm. love um what they're bringing to epcot because i think it pulls in like me and gene have this discussion argument i guess all the time <laughs> a huge epcot guy and i came in way late and i think the things they're adding to epcot really make it a little more disney almost and i think it's easier for people like me to get more interested in it with like mm-hmm. Um, the Ratatouille ride and, and things like that, that still pull in the countries, but yet bring that kind of almost a hint of the magic kingdom in there a little bit. Right. So I'm a fan of that. Yeah. So, I, I think Mary Poppins isn't nearly um, represented in the parks as much as she should be. I looked it up and it says that the um, Disney has confirmed that the project is being reevaluated as, and has been removed from the Epcot experience. Yeah, and your cord's cutting out. Yeah. You're, you, your your internet went went a little slow, well, Jeremy. I'm running. I didn't know if it was just me right or not. Now. <laughs> now, I'm I'm doing I'm doing bad today. Um. So yeah. Disney has confirmed that the project is being reevaluated and has been removed from the Epcot experience. Mm. Bummer. Because so, that would have been as awesome. of August twelfth, twenty twenty, though. So I mean, it could get updated, but uh, I feel like a lot of that could have been COVID related with yeah, you know, budget and everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they knew they had to get that Ratatouille done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were too. They were too far into that one already. Too many people were like banking on that one. Yeah. Uh, seriously. That oh, is an yeah. underrated movie. That's yes. Of the newer, the new of the of the ones that came out in the last few years, that that would be my favorite in that sense. Remy is one of the favorite characters of many right now too. Yeah. So yeah, and like Gene um, said about Mary Poppins, it's not very well represented. Mm-mm. No. So nope. It's like. It's a gold mine ready all. to go. Yeah. Every now and then yeah. you'll see Remy walking around the front of Magic Kingdom, but like that's about it. So. What? Do you re- really? Yeah. Well, with that rod coming out, hopefully you'll see him a little bit more in Epcot now. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, you should see him walking. Around I've never seen him. I've never seen him either, but I gotta imagine if if they're gonna do it. Whoa! You have it's coming seen? soon. 
Yeah, yeah. See him? And I don't know his friend. The the other brown rat. The brother. Um, it's his brother. Is his brother? Yeah, yeah he, he walks around with him. I think I saw pictures of that just this like last year, right? It was uh yeah, twenty nineteen. I feel like they brought it back for something like. It may it have been anticipation for the too. ride. Um, Maybe. I I felt like I got to the point where I was like, oh, it's Remy again. Like I saw Remy so much, I was like, oh, it's Remy again. When are they going to bring someone else out? Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I saw Remy a lot. Well, there was that whole like summer. Remember that celebration time where Mickey and Minnie's outfits were like that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Some groups, some Robin Hood characters yes. came out then, mm-hmm. and I was bumming. Yeah, you're right. I forgot all about yep. that. Yeah, and Phineas and Ferb were out a lot too, but I think they're normal. They they just come out a lot um, over by the flagpole. Yeah. Um, but what, what question were we on with? You? We we're on a favorite character now. <laughs> yeah, favorite, favorite character. Character. Favorite character. Which, um, ironically, we just talked about him. Is Remy is probably, I mean, other than the man himself, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to him. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I would probably say Remy is is um, my new kind of. Uh, go to i mean i'm a foodie so i can relate <laughs> to um as as i'm as i'm trying to quietly eat dinner during the, during the interview um the um yeah I'm, I'm just a foodie and it's like i said that's one of those movies when it's on i don't you know if i'm just flipping through and i catch it i gotta stay i don't you know no matter how much <laughs> is left in it and um i thought it was just a cool unique different kind of character that than what disney does a lot of the times um mm-hmm. i really i really i really like it you know and i love Patton Oswalt. He's does a great job with the voice. And, yeah. And Garrett as Gusto is cool too. But yeah, I would say Remy is out of the newer characters. I think right now he's currently my favorite after the big cheese himself, Mickey. <laughs> and favorite Disney princess. That's a tough one, man. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not as old school as Dan with a lot of this stuff too. So like, you know, even yeah. though I, I appreciate those movies, I love those movies. Um, those classics. I, I think right now, maybe Moana and I, I, for me, the way I kind of judge my princesses is is based really just more on, on what movie I'm really kind of feeling more at the time in the music. And I feel like Moana between the music and the actual movie is kind of like one of my one of my favorite where I can as far as the princess movies. Sure. So I would probably yeah. say right now Moana. Um, but prior to that, I'd probably say it was kind of a toss up between Jasmine and, and Ariel, you know, just because they were like they were just so iconic at the time. Um, right. You know, it was almost like they had resurgence of Disney in, in the late 80s, early 90s um, that, that I feel like they were like larger than life at that point. But I would say probably today, I'd have to say Moana probably just because the music and, the you know, the singing is phenomenal in that. The music is good. So tremendous segue and do a uh, favorite Disney album. I, you know what? I'd probably say, you know, it, it's funny you should say this because actually I, me and Dan actually spoke about this recently. And I said Moana and then he said, well, what about... One of the one of the albums where it's all the Disney Park movies. I mean, uh, uh, Disney Park um, music, yeah. with the, the Q line music. And I said, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I switched. I switched. So, <laughs> and there's a good no- channel on Spotify where it's all the Disney Park songs. And, it, and when I say songs, mm. they even they play the whole like it, it, when when the Pirates of the Caribbean comes up, they play pretty much the whole sound effect from the beginning to the end of the Pirates of the Caribbean, and yeah, Grim awesome. Grinning Ghosts and stuff. So I'd probably say that would probably be my favorite soundtrack. Is that. Um, that's pretty awesome. If we're talking just movies, I'd probably say Moana. Okay. Moana. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I personally listen to those like yeah, just the park music all the time. Like if I'm it's, uh studying or just doing work, 
yeah, I'm, I got that on in the background. It's I love just having it on. I think Gene's question was like, what album do you take like on a desert island or something like that? And mm-hmm. I told him that every trip, regardless of what trip it is, it doesn't have to be Disney. My <laughs> wife says she can't get on YouTube fast enough to play the Main Street loop music. And that's what starts mm-hmm. it. You know? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's good. It, it makes you think even when you're not in the park, it makes you just it brings you to the park, even though you could be 700 right. miles away, yep. a thousand miles away, but it brings you back to the park because you can just feel like being on those rides again. You know, you when know, you get grim grinning ghosts. That's how I feel about the um, the music outside of Hollywood Studios. I think they stopped it for this year, um, but in 2019 at least, they had the big band playing um, all those classic Disney songs. That, yeah, that transforms cool. me instantly right into the park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. And uh, second to last question, what is your favorite Disney resort? Dan, you want to answer for me? <laughs> Dan knows it. Because <laughs> the boardwalk, if anybody yep. has ever listened boardwalk. to if, if boardwalk, my New York <laughs> accent, if anyone's listened to five minutes of the podcast, I can't go five minutes of our podcast. I can't go five minutes without praising the boardwalk. Um, you bad with the country bears. You are. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am. Made for these I'm obsessed. You know what? It was, I said it earlier to you guys, it was the first grown-up trip that I had. That's where I stayed. Um, mm-hmm. I was married there. Um, it's everything. I, I'm a huge, huge fan. When you get out of sight of just Disney, forget about Disney for a minute, of 1930s, like that, that, that big band swing kind of music. Yep. Um, and that's, and that, that's what the boardwalk is. It's, it's a 1930s Atlantic City-themed um, resort. And you walk into, as soon as you walk in the doors, you can hear that music from like the thirties and the, tw- the twenties and the thirties. And it just takes you back And the decor there is, is of Atlantic city in the twenties and thirties. I mean, if anyone's familiar with HBO's boardwalk empire, it's like being in an episode of boardwalk empire and you know, and, you, and you're looking for Nucky, but um, it's, it's one of those, it's, it just takes me back. And it, it's like, I can't picture a Disney trip without staying there at least for a few days. It's uh, and, and then they have the nightlife. You go out and they go out into the back yep. boardwalk and then you got the, the, uh, the 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 stage shows that they do like on every every few feet they got another guy doing magic tricks and like mm-hmm. you know just comic routines and you got all the dining that you have there the abracadabra jelly rolls um, you know flying fish is is tremendous um, it's yeah it's just it's just a great place and it's like if if I you know I just want to live there one day really <laughs> I just want to I want to I want to work there just so I could be there every day and just I, I'll do anything they want me to do I will. <laughs> Anything they want me to do, I will do it just just so I can hang out in that in that resort every single day. Right, you can uh, work uh, work with Kirk. Yeah, I'll work with Kirk, man. <laughs> he's like, I feel like he, I'm only knew him for about 25 minutes of my life, but he's like one of my best friends. So, <laughs> so uh, I guess that throws us to uh, your favorite cue. I'd say the people mover. No, I'm playing. <laughs> no, no, um, no I w- there's a lot of really good ones. That's one of the things I think Disney does awesome is they really entertain you while you're waiting to get on. On the ride, they they put you in this in this set like a, it's almost like you might as well be like in a movie set or like in this world. I don't mm-hmm. I don't even I would say probably my favorite is probably Expedition Everest because I really it, it they bring you to Mount Everest. They bring you you know like you feel like you're getting ready to go on this train to climb Mount Everest. Sure. Um, I would say, but, but then again, like there's so many like honorable mentions, Haunted Mansion, like Dan said, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train's got a cool uh, has a cool queue line. 
it's one of the things that they get right. I think with most of their rides, I can't imagine them not having an amazing queue line for any ride they got coming out in the near future. Cause you know, like, like, like it's more weird if they don't have a good queue line. I think, right, that, exactly. I think it's, it's, that's the anomaly is that they don't. Um, but I, I think expedition Everest is probably my favorite just cause I feel like it's, I feel like it's just so you unique and just like, so um, authentic, you know, mm-hmm. seriously. So that's, that's really, that's, yeah. yeah. That's what it boils down to for me with that. Hey, well, I mean, I guess that does it. Before we wrap up, though, <clears throat> huge thank you to uh, Dan and Gene for being on. This was this is awesome. We've been uh, looking forward to having you on the show for a really long time now. From the time in, that must have oh, been. Ju- awesome. Oh, wait, am I back? Am I back? Jeremy, am I back? There we go. There you right, go. you're back now. Okay, from yep. all the way now. back to back to June, I think it was when you messaged us said you yeah. want to make the podcast. We are looking forward to having you on the show. So. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Um, do you want to each plug your uh, plug your page and then plug the podcast real quick? Yeah, sure. Um, you can find me at The Magical Lifestyle on Instagram. It's going to be at the underscore magical underscore lifestyle. Uh, tune in. We always got giveaways uh, on, on our Instagram as well. The, we do $100 a month. Usually it goes anywhere between $100 a month, $150 a month. Um, it's easy to follow or it's easy to enter. Just check it out on the Instagram. So we always got that going. And then of course the, uh, the podcast, the, the Disney underground, you can find it pretty much on every streaming platform. Uh, so check us out and, uh, and hopefully, you know, we'll have some stuff that keeps people entertained for, um, for about an hour and a half or so on our episodes and for years to come. And thank you for having us, man. Appreciate of course. It. Absolutely. And yeah, Dan? For me, uh, in addition to the podcast, each week um me and stuff's account is rock and roll dw and that's n not andy and uh, that's where we just pretty much put everything check out some of the videos um we normally always try to provide a laugh when we're doing our stuff so but i i really appreciate you uh, having us on as well rock and roll dw is maybe one of the funniest youtube accounts you're gonna find they him, check it out and it's stephanie are awesome so funny, you know. And Absolutely. I was everybody got get a laugh. Yeah, no. When they, you, when you mentioned the 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 page, I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute. I went on our Instagram. I don't know if you saw me follow during the episode. I was like, we aren't following you guys. I I was going through a point where I was unfollowing some accounts that we weren't active with, and I think that I unfollowed you guys in the mix. So we're following again. Oh uh, man, be back. <laughs> uh, the uh, the rock and roll uh, uh, Instagram. So. Um, we're back. back. I'm glad you're back, back. But I don't know. I don't know how to take that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it hurts in my heart because <laughs> we're glad to have you back, though. Yeah, I, honest mistake. Didn't mean anything <laughs> by it. But um, hey, it's uh, good to be back. We're gonna put all the information in the bio of this episode. So if you don't feel like looking it up yourself, just look in the bio and you'll be able to find it super easy. Uh, gentlemen, this was uh, a pleasure. Uh, it, was, so, it was all ours on our end trust me so, yes, definitely. Uh, hopefully we can do this again and uh look out for uh holiday season coming up in december and you'll get to see us on their show yeah, so. yeah we actually our, our holiday episode that is actually going to be on the monday between christmas and new year's you guys will be on there as well Sweet. talking about uh some of your christmas traditions and christmas faves so definitely you guys obviously everyone here loves cast conversations come check them out on our on our show uh christmas week Perfect. Well, awesome. thank, thank you, you again. And to our listeners, we'll talk to you on the next episode on Tuesday. See you later.